Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the FCS Prep Podcast, where we have real change right now. I'm your host, Dr. Keith Fairclough. And guys, we are continuing with our Don't Give Up series, right? And so the last video we talked about finding your anchor and identifying that. I hope you all have been doing that or are still doing that. If you haven't seen that or this is your first one you're looking at or listening to, please go back to that podcast because it's really important to find that anchor in the very, very beginning before you move on to anything else because that's what's going to hold you in place when you do these next two steps. Now, so what are we talking about today? Before I even go to the first step, why it's important not to give up? Because It's the foundation for everything else we seek to do. Because in everything we try and everything we do, there are going to be hardships. There are times we're going to fail. There are times when we mess up. There are times when things aren't going to go our way. And a lot of those times are going to be things outside of our control. So we have to have the foundation of learning how to persevere, learning how to not give up so that we can achieve the goals and the dreams that we have for ourselves and have the lives that we desire. So in the first video, again, we talked about finding your anchor. Today, we're talking about setting your mind, making a hard, fast decision or choice or identifying a goal that you are willing to go all in for. Very, very important. Like, is this the next step? Because how can you learn to persevere if you have nothing to persevere in? How can you learn not to give up if you have nothing to give up in or nothing to give up like if you're not doing anything nothing's going on then really doesn't nothing matters right (laughs) something has to be going on something has to be set you have to be moving towards something before you can just not give up even if it's something as simple as i want clarity in my mind i want peace in my life it doesn't have to be any this big arduous massive goal i talked about last time i had all this emotional stuff that i kept pressing down personal goal of mine was to get that stuff worked out that was a goal of mine that was something that i needed to learn how to not give up on that's why it's so important for this second goal is to set your mind on whatever the task or belief or thing you're trying to achieve is then recognize that this is what i'm going for this is what i'm not going to give up on So the first step in this is obviously identify that thing, right? Find out what it is. Find out whatever the thing is that you don't want to give up on, that you want to achieve, that you want to get to, you want to overcome, whatever. You got to identify what that thing is. And then the identification process is part of it. Once you identify it, you have to count the cost. Very, very, very important. You have to count the cost. What do I mean by counting the cost? the cost. What I mean by counting the cost is everything we do, every decision we make, it costs us something. Every goal that we set, it's going to cost us something. We have to do our absolute best to account for as many of the cost as possible. We have to think about all the possible obstacles that could come our way and prepare for those obstacles, whether that's preparation with resources or preparation with how we think and our mindsets and things like that. But we have to count the cost to see if this is something we can even attempt to do. So, for instance, for me, let's say my goal is to run a 100-mile race by December 31st. That's counting the cost. There's absolutely no way I could do that. Absolutely not. Not a runner. I'm not prepared. I don't know about any races. I know absolutely nothing about how to do a hundred mile race. Absolutely nothing. So counting the cost, it didn't even take me more than two seconds. I know for sure I can't do that. And so, and let me also, there's going to be a caveat to this, right? So sometimes we do have to set goals that are stretch goals that are beyond our comfort zone. 
But as you're setting these goals and as you're counting the cost and setting your mind to these things, understand that you have reservoirs of testimonies that of things that you overcome that will help you in the future and whatever other issues and stuff things like that come up, right? So I don't want it to be like only set goals that are easy to accomplish. I don't want it to be like that. I just use an extreme example to show that, hey, this is, you got to count the cost, right? So let's say though, let's just let's use that same example. Let's say I have to count the cost. This is something I want to do. I don't want to give up on or whatever. It's something I got to do. All right. Let's say I have a year now. Okay. Well, a year, that's a reasonable amount of time. Although I'm not a runner, I have never done a, a 5k. I've never done a 10k. I've never done any marathons or anything like that, but Okay, what's this going to take? This is going to take this amount of time to train. I need to, you know, change my diet. I need to take out the weightlifting and go into more just like the, the running. I got to train where I like I can start planning and kind of starting to account for the, the cost and the things it's going to take. It's going to take me 30 hours a week of training in order to run a 100 mile marathon by 2023, December 29th. Like it's going to take that much time. So I'm counting the cost. Is this something for one? I'm willing to do, and two, can I do it? 100-mile race by the end of the next year? Possibly. It, that, that's a stretch That's a stretch goal, right? Because I don't like running at all, but it's a stretch goal. But I just want to just give you guys a, a clear example, something you could see and like almost like tan, it's more tangible of what it looks like to count the cost and see is this something that I can do? Is this something even – and here's the thing with counting the cost as well. You're never going to account for everything, ever. It's not possible for any situation to account for every single cost that could possibly come up. Unless you're like some type of psychic or something like that where you can read the future. There's just no way because there's so many variables that we don't see, don't even know about that come into play in whatever it is we're trying to do. Whether it be in our marriage, whether it be at work, whether it be in our business, whether it be with our children, whether it be at school or any other domain in our lives. There are so many unexpected things that come up. We can't account for them all, but we try to account for as many things as we can, especially the things that we can control. So don't focus. If you're counting the cost, don't worry about the things you can't control. Focus on things you can control, your sphere of influence. And this is so important, like I said, in, in setting your mind to whatever task or belief or goal that you're trying to achieve. Let me say this, though, because there are people out there that will say, you know what? Hey, when you go all in, you're all in. It doesn't matter what you sacrifice or anything like that. I'm going to tell you right now, I 110% do not believe in that philosophy at all. As you're counting the cost, if the cost of whatever you're striving for is going to get you to compromise on what you believe, it's going to compromise your morals, it's going to compromise your values, it's going to start having you compromise your family, it's going to start doing all these things like that, like start wiping out the things that are important to you in your life just to achieve this thing on the other side, the cost is too high. The cost is too high. Your life and who you are cannot be the cost of achieving whatever that goal or dream. It, it cannot. Now, I'm not saying there's not times we can just, you know, make our circle a little bit smaller because we're trying to achieve some type of goal. And we don't have the time or energy for it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about things that corrupt you as you're striving towards it. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things. Think about like Lord of the Rings. Right. And having that ring around that thing was corrupting the people that that ring was around that entire time. That cost was too high. It was too high. 
So we need to make sure that whatever it is we're striving for, we're going to maintain our integrity throughout the whole thing. We're not going to sacrifice our spouses. We're not going to sacrifice our children. We're not going to sacrifice the things that are most important, that are foundationally important to us, that need us. And I don't want to speak bad about anyone's situation. That's not the purpose of this. But a lot of times people will sacrifice the things that are most important for provision or for resources or things like that, thinking that, hey, I got to provide for these people, I got to provide, so I got to sacrifice these things for them. I got to sacrifice my time with them and whatnot. And I'm telling you right now, this is from a, a parent. It's a lose-lose situation if you sacrifice time with your children for money. It is a lose-lose situation because, yes, they'll have everything they want or maybe they'll just have their bare necessities. And, again, I'm not bashing anybody that does this. People, you know, people have different scenarios and situations in their lives, but I'm trying to say is that, people your children would more so appreciate your time and your energy and your love and your hugs and your kisses and your listening to their their wild stories their dances they prefer that over anything else anything else there's nothing you can give a child that trumps you as their parent that's the psa public service announcement but ultimately guys what i'm saying is as you're counting the cost you cannot be the cost your morals cannot be the cost your values cannot be the cost compromising can't be the cost your family can't be the cost identify those things in your life that are so important you cannot go without them you cannot live without them identify those and recognize that those cannot be the cost for striving towards whatever it is you're striving towards, whatever you're setting your mind on. And if you are going into an endeavor that you know is going to require a lot of time, sit down with your family, sit down with your loved ones, sit down with your friends. If they eat, if, well, outside of family, if the other people, you know, deserve an answer or you want to give them an answer, but you don't necessarily have to, but I'm just saying just for courtesy's sake, if you want to do that, if you're really close to them, sit down with them and explain to them what you're doing, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to achieve and what it's going to cost. Because guess what? Sometimes it might take 40 hours a week, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, 80 hours a week, no weekends, no vacations. You're just going, 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 going. Sometimes it might cost that. And these people that are in your life need to know this so they can better support you in this. So especially so you're not in it alone. So very, very, very important, guys. Don't lose yourself in your endeavor. And while you're counting the cost, again, you cannot be the cost. Your money can be the cost. Your time can be the cost. Don't let the things that are important be the cost. Your sanity cannot be the cost. Your physical health cannot be the cost. The things that these are most important things, they cannot be the cost. You have to identify what the most important things in your life are. And maybe that's even important to leave in list before you even start making the list of what it's going to cost to do whatever you're going to do. Just so you know what you will not abandon. These are my non-negotiables. I will not abandon these things because they are just that important to me. If I make it to the other side and, and, and get what I want, if I lose all the things that are important to me, what's the, what does it matter? You know, in the Bible, there's a scripture that says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? Put anything else in there. What does it profit a man to start a very successful business and lose his soul, to lose his family? What does it profit a man to, to go to school and, and, and lose everyone that's important to him, that, was, that got him to that point? You know, substitute whatever you want in there. What does it profit it? man to, to do that to lose yourself that's why I'm, I'm really emphasizing this point because yes part of not giving up is setting your mind and going all in for whatever it is you set your mind on that's very critical you've got to go all in but you have to recognize what you're jumping into and what it's going to cost and if you're getting into a situation where it's costing you your morals your values your family those things in your life your health that are just so important you really have to really evaluate what you're striving for 
and why you're striving for it. That might be a whole video in and of itself, why you're striving for that thing. But we're gonna finish up this video here. So just like last time, I'm gonna leave you guys with a testimony, my own personal life, because guys, the things I tell you, the things we're talking about, the things we're working through in all these videos, I'm not just making it up out of thin air. I've experienced these things. I, I've done the techniques, I've done these things. I, and, and, and I wanna let you guys know that it is possible, no matter what situation you're going through, that it is possible to make it out. It is possible to have self-love. It is possible to find unconditional love. It's possible to have boundaries. It's possible to take personal responsibility. It's possible to be invulnerable. Like, it is possible my testimony so as you know i'm dr keith and i was in a doc i was in a doctorate program last year at fsu and i first started in 2019 graduating 2022 and so as i was going through the program i can't really remember the years um i was doing this i can't remember if it was 2021 i think it was 2021 is when this happened and so really 2021 or 2020 in any case i had finished my chapters one and two of my dissertation and I sent it to my major professor for revision. And she sent it back to me with her revisions. And of course, like the not responsible student I was at the time, I did not open it up right away. And she gave us, or our major professors gave us like, was it six weeks or two months to get these revisions done and turned in. And so, again, I'm like, I've got plenty of time. It can't be that bad because my, my, my chapters one or two were like bangers. You know, it was great. You know, so it can't be too much. But you know what? I'm going to play it safe. Then if it's due on a Thursday, I'm going to open it up on the Monday and start working on it then, right? So I'd give me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and some of Thursday if I needed it. Three and a half days. Not so bad. Makes sense, right? <laughs> so as much of a slacker as I was, when I finally opened it up on Monday night, so I didn't even have all of Monday. I had Monday night. And I started looking at it. I'm like, holy goodness. This is a lot more than I thought, a, a lot more than I thought. And had I opened it up when I first got it six weeks ago, I would have plenty of time to peruse it, take my time, do the assignments, make the revisions, send it back to her, get corrections, get help, search. But of course, I didn't because I was a slacker and I was procrastinating. And so now the pressure's on because this is due by Thursday. And so I get to do the revisions. And y'all, when I say I was at that desk working, I was at that desk working and I was searching articles and I was trying to read the articles and I didn't know what the heck they were saying. And I was trying to read the stats and it was it might as well have been a whole other language to me. And I was banging my head against the wall and it was taking out chunks, chunks of my chapter two, chunks, huge, huge parts, so big that I had to kind of tie it all back together. It was insane. And I was exhausted and I was beat and I was frustrated because guys I was going through article after article after article after article and I had to prove that my problem of practice my dissertation topic was an actual problem and I had to find articles that stated that and that was so difficult and I was searching and searching and searching and searching and looking and I was tired and I was worn out and I was beat and I was devastated and of course, and all those emotions started flowing in because I missed the deadline. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I did miss the deadline. So I st of course, the question started to come, man, why are you even doing this, bro? Like, you don't even trying to become a principal. Like, what are you doing? You don't even need a degree. Like, what, what, what? Come on. Hey, listen, this is too much. This is too much, bro. You need to just, you need to just stop. 
you need to just quit. You need to just, just give up, man. Like, listen, no shame, man. Like, who are you doing this for anyways? It's not a big deal. Just all these thoughts started coming in my mind. Like, hey, you're not going to be able to do it. You're going to have to start over? Do all of chapter one and all of chapter two and get a whole new topic? Like, come on, man. Like, nah, but yeah, listen, it ain't for you, man. All these things flowing through my mind that night. And when I tell you guys, it would have been so easy to quit if I didn't set my mind to finishing this program. Because I'm telling you, I, I've made every rational excuse in the book as to why I should quit. Every single excuse. And they were making sense. And I asked for help, and no one could help me. And I asked my wife, she's a stats woman, and, and she couldn't help me. Like, I was on my own. Which, strangely enough, I've been in that situation many, 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 many times before. But I never thought about that in that moment. But in any case, it was bad. It was bad. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn in for the night. Close my laptop. Mind you, I didn't make really great progress that night. Still didn't have any proof that my problem of practice was an actual problem. But mind you, when I say problem of practice, that's the, the, the problem that your entire dissertation hinges on. If you don't have that right, if that's not proven to be an actual issue, there is no dissertation. You're done. It's over. Pack it up and go home. This is where I was. But I said it in my mind. I said, I'm going to do this program. And I got some rest. I went to sleep. I knew it was late. But if you know anything about me, you're, you're not to force me. You have to really force me to not turn in late work. Like, if it's late, I'm still going to turn in. If you take off every single point, 99% of my grade is gone. I'm still turning that thing in. I'm going to turn it in some way or somehow. So I woke up with that determination in my heart and in my mind because my mind was set, y'all. My mind was set. And I woke up the next morning. I got some breakfast. And I was reinvigorated. And I went back at it with the same fervor and the same vigor and the same energy that I went at it with before. And you know what? Guess what? I got what I needed. I was able to prove my problem of practice. I was able to ref refine and revise the entire paper. I, I mean, guys, I got it in. And when I say got it in, yeah, I'm not talking about turning it. I was going in because I set my mind. Like, this is what is going to be accomplished. I am going to get a doctorate degree. I'm going to finish my dissertation. I'm going to do it. It's going to happen. Hell or high water, I don't care. I'm going to get it done. And I got it done. I got it done. I got it turned in. Guys, you know how much of a relief that was? You know how satisfied I was at the end of that? Oh. If you know, you know. If you've been in a situation where I felt like all hope was lost. If you've been in a situation where you felt like nothing was ever going to pan out. But because you held on for just a little bit longer, you made it? You can't replicate that feeling. You, you can't. There's no drug. There's no sex. There's no nothing. There's nothing on this planet. No food. No, no nothing that can replicate the feeling of being on the brink and then still succeeding. Victory being snatched from the jaws of defeat. There is no feeling like that. And guys, when I, when I turned that paper in, oh my, mm, it felt so incredibly good. You know what it did? Beyond the feeling, beyond setting my mind, it gave me a testimony to say, you know what? This is what happens when you don't give up this is what happens 
I need y'all to feel me on that one, man. I need y'all to feel me on that one. I need y'all to stop and just review your lives. Pause this. And I need y'all to just review your lives and think about that one time, that one thing you overcame, that obstacle that you overcame, the odds that you beat. When they said you weren't going to make it and your health was too bad or you're, you came from a bad family or a bad neighborhood or you don't know about money or you don't know about business and you achieved it, come on now. I need y'all to get with me on this. Come on. You're telling me you, you don't remember that feeling? I need you to remember that feeling. I need you to remember that. That's fuel for the fire, whatever else you're trying to achieve. You go back to that moment and be like, yeah, I remember that feeling. It was exhilarating. Nothing like it in the world. And that's what happens when you set your mind to the task, to the belief, to the goal at hand. That's what happens when you get to the other side. And guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. I'm going to wrap it up here. We have another video about how to not give up and the last thing is to keep trying we're going to talk about that in the next video but guys just remember that feeling but remember listen set your mind to the task and go all in all in after you count the cost and with the understanding that you cannot compromise who you are you cannot compromise your morals your values your character you cannot compromise that in the in the search in the journey for whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. You cannot compromise that because guess what? Even if you get to the end, again, what does it profit anybody to achieve a goal and lose themselves in the end? Then what's the purpose? What's the point? You can't even enjoy the goal. You can't even have that feeling that I was talking about just now. You can't have that. Guys, I love you all. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for always showing up. We're going to stay tuned for the next video. We're going to wrap this all up. We're going to be talking about how, again, how to not give up, how to persevere in the last step is we keep trying. And we're going to talk about that because I know that sounds, you know, real simple and maybe cliche, but there are things to, we can do specifically in that last step that's going to help us get to where we want to go. So again, if y'all need help, y'all reach out to me. You can look at my, the, the links in the bottom. I'm on Psychology Today. I work in um, Nevada and Florida as far as therapy is concerned, coaching. I can do that anywhere. Y'all reach out to me if you need help, any assistance, anything like that. I love you all. Have a great, awesome, and blessed day. And I'll see you all later.